Lisa Sinclair. Hi, Claire Isaac. How are you? I'm not bad. How are you, Claire Isaac? I'm not bad, Lisa Sinclair, co-host of podcast Playing Devil's Avocado, of which you are a part of right this second because we're recording. Right this, right now, mm. right now, right this, something. Mm. Right here, right now, mm-hmm. as All of um, Jesus Fat Boy James Slim would say. Oh. <laughs> Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> well, and then there was oh, right dear. here, right now. That's the Jesus James song as well. Oh, okay. Hmm. We're both right. Oh. We're change. both right. Um, anyway, um, this is episode 21 of season four of aforementioned podcast, Playing Devil's Avocado. And today we're going to be talking about some news with views. News with views. News with views. Yes, indeed. We're going to have a man of moment. We've got a snack attack. We've got some. We've got a follow up. The follow up. Follow up. Follow up. And some beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. So quite a lot of stuff actually. So we should get. Yes. Get cracking, Claire. First of all, Lisa, it's mm. time for some news with views. With views. News with views. And, of course, it's what everyone's been talking about. Can't get enough of it. The funeral, the Queen's funeral. That's right. Uh, it happened on Monday night our time. Yes. Um, Did you love it? Loving it's probably a stretch. I I was sad watching it. I thought it was a lot mm. of pomp and ceremony. It went on very long. Pomp and ceremony. I loved it. Did you? You love all that yes. like sort of Brit stuff, right? Oh, it was just fascinating, wasn't it? All the everything, every bit of it, all the um all the outfits and the people and the, the you know, the emotion and the crazy Brits and then that core that went on for hours oh my was God. just incredible. Went on for fucking hours. And the funny thing was, as I was watching it, Lee went to bed, my husband, and then he kept saying, is that music still going on? Because, mm. you know, the marching music just went on for them and ever. It did. I was it worried did. about poor Charles walking all that way. Yes, I thought that was quite hard for a man of his age. Mm. Um, I was also worried about those boys carrying the coffin because it, it was obviously so heavy. Um, but I was thinking, gosh, imagine being their mums at home watching so them proud. on the telly. They would have been so You'd proud. They'd be so proud. Yeah, I wonder how they And I particularly picked. loved how all the sailors that pulled the coffin, not the boys that carried mm. it, but, you know, all the sailors mm-hmm. that were pulling it, did you notice how they were all the same height? Yeah, and their hats were all at the same angle, so it was like yeah. you see it was white from above. It was yeah. lovely, wasn't it? Look, it, they do it well. They do all that stuff well. Yeah. Been planned within an inch of its life since, you know, 1973 or whatever. Like, it's amazing. I just yeah. feel I like reckon they'd be planning Charles's now. Well, you'd want to, wouldn't you? Look at mm. you, I mean, I think we're Bless all them. we're all planning Charles's we're now. We're all worried, aren't we? We're all worried about <laughs> I, him. I feel like we can't have another celebrity and or royal death for a little while. I no. just don't think I've got it in me. But no. the um it was it, it was amazing to watch. I just I kept just thinking, gosh, this is costing a lot of money. Gosh, this is costing a lot of money. <laughs> it would. It would be. Um, but then there's all those jewels. They can just flog them, can't they? Just yeah. take a jewel out of that crown. Or the scepter. Pop, pop it on uh, eBay. Yeah. Did you? Um, <laughs> how did you think everything was tied down on the little purple cushion? And how Ooh. purple was that cushion? And how red 
was all the were all the uniforms. Everything was so bright, it was, wasn't it? Ve- it was very beautifully done, all very polished, and you know, yes. not a not a hair nor a piece of lint mm. out of place. Mm, I um, thought the flowers were so pretty. Yeah, look, it's all meaningful and lovely. I mean, the poor old lady, mm. like, just let her go and rest next to her. Well, she's I'm gone glad. now. I'm she's glad gone it's, now. All, it's all sorted now. Yeah. I did enjoy it, but I enjoyed it in that sort of way where you're just sort of half teary most of the time. And then, of course, when the corgis were out and the horse was out, I was beside myself. That was the oh, most Oh, the corgis and the moment. horse in Windsor. Yeah. That horse and... Emma, yes. the horse. Yes. That was and the I bit that I... set me off with Phillips is when they had that the empty seat with the with the glove, riding gloves and the hat on the yes. carriage. All the animal stuff just kills me, even though they hunt and stuff. Yes. They do love animals, yes. don't they? The they do love their animals, especially when they're hunting them and eating them. <laughs> um, I um, also liked all the servants lined up outside yeah, Buckingham Palace. Yeah, that was really sweet. That too. was touching. They obviously... Felt it quite deeply, didn't they? Yeah, and it's interesting. Or they were just uniform- told to feel well, it, it was deeply. Their job. It was their job to yeah. feel it deeply. And also their uniforms so old-fashioned. It's so strange. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a funny old world, isn't, isn't it? it? It's funny old Did world. Did you like Megan's cape and um, gloves? I felt it looked like she was a superhero. I thought she was getting some strength from her clothes. I thought she was dressing. <laughs> she was doing the, the power stance before in the power mirror before, before, before she, she got there. out. Um, yeah. I did. I thought she looked. I actually thought they all looked great. I thought the kids yeah. looked lovely. I thought Charlotte oh, was cute. a lovely little person, very yeah. sweet. Um, yeah. I felt for Charles. I felt for Harry. Just in terms of their emotions, were written all over their faces, as you know, it is at any funeral. But as you, you know, would expect. yeah. No, I did. Jolly I mean, good. Well done. Jolly really good course, show all round. We had to write a lot of stuff about it in our role mm. as as magazine people and so I feel like I've now just I'm just deathed out like I can't have any more for a bit no that's so, it for now so um, no one's on. gonna die for a while everybody just take yes. a, take a load off all right. um all right next topic yes I'm gonna do a man moment because we haven't done one yes. for a while and what is it well I don't know if I told you, Lisa, but I had a little sort of lady surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did tell you. told you. us all, yes. Told you all about it. Um, and I tell you what, it's playing havoc with my hormones. Havoc oh, gosh. With them. That's no good, is it? And it's funny because I haven't had the same symptoms of menopause. I mean, I've had sort of hot flushes a few times and I've had night sweats and stuff sort of over the sort of last few years. But some of the other symptoms are completely gone because I was on HRT, which I'm not allowed to take at the moment. And I've just noticed that I've become super paranoid again and super anxious. Oh, no. So weird. It's so strange. So what can you do? What will you have to do about well, that Well, I have then? to remind myself constantly that it's just the hormones. Um, I've also spent about $47,000 and remortgaged my house to buy every kind of natural menopause <laughs> oh, yes. supplement, including Elle McPherson's one. Oh, what's hers called? The Goddess Elixir. Oh, God bless her. <laughs> <laughs> it's not any more expensive than any of the others, actually, which is odd for her because hers are usually like twice the price. So we'll see if that means it's good or not. Um, but, you know, we're all going through it. It's just weird. It's so strange what your hormones do. And I've been teary as. And of course, if the funeral hasn't helped it, but um, it's just a strange. Has it been manifesting? 
I just I can cry literally cry at a drop of a hat. I could literally be walking down the street and I could just start crying if I wanted Gosh. to. <laughs> that sounds awkward. Yeah. That doesn't sound ideal, does no. it? No. And just very just sort of anxious and not sleeping and stuff like that, which is sort of you know, I thought it was I still thought I was doing some of that even when I was on HRT, but when I feel it now it feels so much more amplified. So Obviously, menopause. You know, it's it really is. I suppose because I've been had, I've had people poking around in my nether regions. Oh, yes. They've upset the the um, delicate oh, balance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure it will settle down. But gosh, it's it's been quite hard and very vague and very stupid. But then maybe that's just normal. Right. Anything from okay, you? Okay. Well, menopause? I don't have any particular menopause moments. I did leave my iPad on the plane. At the week yesterday, um, and realised as I was getting off the plane, and then had to do that whole oh sorry 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 mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. awkward sorry mm-hmm. thing as I went back to my seat, um, and got the iPad out, and I think that was probably a little bit meno momenty. I'm very brain foggy, but my sister thinks that's because I've got a lot on my mind. So um, I don't know. It's hard to hard to tell, isn't it? Could be so many things. I know that's the thing. I think also is that why it's really hard to self-diagnose because you just don't know what some of it is Mm. because you could I've got a lot on my mind I've got lots of work stuff going on um you know like I've got things to think about for the weekend you know and how much of that is taking up valuable space in my you know shrinking brain yeah and how much of it is you know menopause I don't know no. I don't even know what I'm talking no. about. <laughs> Tell you what, though, the doctor, the gynecologist told me, interestingly, mm. he said don't take Valium because Valium has been proven to um, to bugger your memory up. Oh, well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I, I, I would assume that. Really? I would assume taking any prescription drug was going to do something to your brain. Oh, probably. I know. But I always thought Valium was like sort of safe in that sort of... Right. Maybe I didn't think about it at all because I liked it. (laughs) But anyway, so I'm going to wean myself off anything prescription. I'm just going all natural. All natural. Um, I'm going to have to remodel the house and move to a very, very cheap place because they're not cheap. But, you know, I'll be very... um, My brain will be sharp and I will be not crying at the drop of a hat so you know can't win some lose some let's have okay. a big question a big, big question. question no this is your big question you have two you do no you have two oh i questions. have two yes now do you know claire what fig jam is no i discovered what this was at the weekend and I Googled it. An Australian band, Butterfingers, had a song out in 2005 about it. So we're obviously a bit behind the times. But it stands for, fuck, I'm good, just ask me. Oh. Yes. So and I, use it in a sentence. <laughs> use it as a, well, there, it, on the internet, it says that you would use it in terms of, like, if maybe you were putting together an Ikea thing and you nailed it mm. and then you'd go... Fig jam, fuck, I'm good, just ask me. But um, we're, in the context that we were talking about at the weekend, it's more about, you know, the people who really big note themselves and they're really annoying, 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 <laughs> annoying. Yes. Um, you could use it with them as well, like they are. They think a bit they're of, so fig jam, or they're a bit of a fig jam. Uh, you know, mm. you know, people who are shameless self promote. We were talking about shameless self promoters, basically. Right. 
Oh. Um, and someone said, oh, yeah, they're a fig jam. And I was like, what's a fig jam? I feel now like I know. would never want to use that term about myself because no, I, wouldn't. I, I don't like the way it sounds. Showy offy, isn't it? Nothing yeah. worse than showing off. But also, like, even, even if it meant something nice, I don't like the mm. fig jam just sounds a bit gross. Mm. Like oh, toe okay. jam, maybe. You know. All right. And your other big question was really interesting. Is yes. it a question because you don't know the answer or you're, or you're saying he is so hot, how can that be possible? What I'm saying is that this person isn't actually traditionally hot. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But there is something about him that is so hot. Yes. Do you want to know who I'm talking about? Yes. Why is Matt Smith so hot? I can tell you. Go on. Because he looks up at you from under his brow. Oh, my God, that is totally <laughs> I've thought long and hard about it. He looks okay. up at you and he's a little bit submissive but a little bit twinkly-eyed yeah. and kind of cute. A little bit cheeky. Yeah. Yes. And he's got a heavy brow and he looks up at you from under it. If you don't know who Matt Smith is, he was Doctor Who. He's now in Game of Thrones, thingy, House of the Dragons. But he was also Philip in The yes, Crown, yes. which is when I really got his hotness. Yeah, he is That's quite when hot. I thought he was, like, peak hot. Yeah, he and is then him hot. And I think him and Claire Foy may have run away together for a bit, mightn't they? Oh, yeah. He's had some good girlfriends. Wasn't he going out with Alexa Chung or someone at one point? He's, he's had a few oh. or maybe... Oh, if you type Matt Smith and, you get Claire Foy, Lily James, Karen mm. Gillan, mm. Anna Taylor-Joy, mm. Amelia Clark, mm. Billy Piper mm. and Jenna Coleman. Well, most so, a lot yeah. of, some of them would be just because they're in Doctor Who together and stuff. They might not actually be partnered up as such. Because um, Billy Piper and him were in Doctor Who at the same time. Oh, example. okay. So nothing actually happened. Mm. I'm pretty sure him and Claire Foy did... Uh... Oh, that's exciting, isn't it? The Queen and Philip doing it on yes. the sly. Yes. I think there were rumours they were dating yeah. in real life. Oh, no, here they are, holding hands. Oh, holding Jan. hands. Yes. Proves it. Um, yeah, he is utterly delicious, isn't he? He is just very... And he's also quite... He's sort of a bit um, kind of... He's a bit of the, of the uh, Robert Pattinson school of kind of, he's a little bit kind of emo-y looking. He's not quite conventionally yes. good looking, but there's something very handsome about yes. him as well. He I does like that him. English, that English thing well as mm. well, doesn't he? That yeah. English sort of self-deprecating yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're all agreed. Mm. Matt Smith is hot. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because he looks at you from under his brow. <laughs> And that's a very specific penchant mm. thing, you know. Yeah. But, you know, we'll take yeah. it. We'll take uh, it. Um, okay. Should we do something else? Let's do snack attack. Snack attack, snack attack, snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. So um, just this is a little coming back to something we spoke. It's almost a follow-up, but not quite a follow-up. You asked me to look at the cheese board book that I got sent and tell you if there's oh, any yes. tips in it. So I did. So I lay on my bed on Sunday and flicked through it. Realised it's an American, no, an English book. So a lot of the cheese is irrelevant. <laughs> you can't right. get it here. But, and there's also not an awful lot of point to it because I feel like even the woman who wrote it knows that there's a tenuous book here. But she does say, mm. she says some things like tips like take your cheese out of the fridge an hour before you're going to make your cheese board, which I guess is worthy of a tip, but most people would do that anyway, I would say. Don't throw away cheese, use it for toasties, she says. Like, who throws away cheese in this day and age? You can't afford to throw away any food. Madness. 
Or you put it in the you put um hoofs of parmesan in the freezer and yeah, use it in a use sauce. Soup or so- yeah, exactly. And then or but she soup. does have yeah. a few good themes like a Christmas board or a you know, a New Year board or a board for something or other. So there's I mean there are some sort of interesting pairings perhaps of different foods. I still feel like we don't need a book, but you know, just me. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up was um you know how Colin Fastnitch does that range of chips of crisps he's got a new flavor it is crispy fried chicken with hot sauce they sound delicious and on first taste they taste just a bit like any other chicken chip but then the hot sauce bit comes through and they're Mm. actually really quite good i think out of all of his chips they're my favorite of collins right he's a man who should know his potatoes (laughs) should um i ate his restaurant recently he's taken over a club in sydney and it was excellent yes he's very good very good Right. Well, I don't really have a snack, but I have an Audi thing. Do you want to hear that? Yep. Have you had the bao buns? No, I have not. They come from the freezer. So, mm-hmm. you know, like bao, mm-hmm. those little white, fluffy, sort of almost mm-hmm. dumplingy things that you stuff with stuff. Well, you can buy them frozen, not with anything in them, in Audi. And then you they're three bucks or something, and then you steam them, and then you put your filling in. Oh, yes. Good. Um, they are excellent. Like, really, really brilliant. I have to recommend them to everyone. Mm, um, not an ad. We had, not an ad. We had them with some pulled pork and a lettuce with pepper, um, pepper coleslaw. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was nice. Thank you, Cousin Jeff, for making that. Mm, and thanks, Cousin Jeff. Um, we also had the next night, because we were staying with him. Oh, he's he a big a very, Audi person, isn't he? He loves massive Audi. Audi. Yeah, massive Audi. Yeah, I forgot fan. about Jeff, Cousin Jeff. He loves Audi. Yes, carry on, Loved sorry. Loved it. Um, so we actually went to Audi while we were there. Oh, um, also, I, everyone's probably tried these. I've definitely had the potato gratins from the freezer before. Oh, the truffle, truffle ones are great, yeah. yeah. They're just a special buy every now and then. They're oh, delicious. Okay. Yeah. They were excellent. They're good. I often used to mm. stuff my freezer filled with them and then I'd have to, mm. yeah, they're mm. good. Very good. Yeah. Tell you who likes them, my friend Sue Holway. Little little shout out to Sue. She loves those. Hi, Sue. <laughs> um, and you yeah. have a follow-up. I do have a follow-up. So, this is a follow-up. Follow-up. It's a follow-up. Do you remember we had that fascinating conversation last week about what time do you eat dinner? Yes. I'm sure everyone fell asleep during it, but, yeah. You thought that people wouldn't be interested in it. Well, you know, hear hear this, Missy. (laughs) The New York Times today had a whole article about how everyone is now eating dinner in Manhattan restaurants at 6 p.m. Oh, Booking the 6 p.m. slot, nobody's eating at 8 p.m. anymore. And um, a maitre d' from one of the restaurants in the Flatteron district said, you dress up head to toe, go to dinner, and then go home and watch your HBO show, and you're asleep by 11. Ooh. The pandemic has pushed us all into early retirement. Oh, God. I mean, what's wrong with that? That sounds perfect to me. <laughs> You've been in early retirement since you were born. <laughs> I have. Um, but there are, there are some various reasons why they think this has happened. Some of it is that um, people are... If you're working from home, um, you want to get out the house earlier. Yeah, right. I also think there's something that I didn't read today, but I saw in my peripheral vision somewhere about if you can't book, because everyone has to book these days to get into restaurants, um, you can't just go out on a whim. So you have to really think about when you're going to go out for dinner, a week out at least. 
So you can't do yes, what you were used yeah, to do, do, which was just which is just go, we'll just see if we can get in here and whatever. And I think that was from a New York Times story as well. So I feel like that was a New York must have been mm-hmm. people talking about eating in New York, but I think it's definitely the same here. Like you just can't like Lee and I wanted well, also, to go out for our anniversary. We didn't of course plan anything, but couldn't get in anywhere. No, you can't get in anywhere. No. Also, everyone's doing that six sitting or eight sitting whereas really the ideal time to have dinner is seven, seven. isn't yeah, it yeah seven o'clock yeah if you're going out so um it makes it all a bit of a quandary doesn't it's it a quandary it's a terrible quandary and apparently it's it's also to do restaurants not being able to get staff oh yeah okay so they can't stay open later right yeah so think... what in fact in fact what you thought was a boring conversation has has you know snowballed other it's snowballed and uh, and it's obviously now it's a, a very fast guys. Now it's a, a trend. Bigger boring conversation than it was last week. Thank you. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, we're all in it together. Yeah. Um okay, well let's do some beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot. Beauty spot, beauty spot. I just wanted to shout out to the ordinary. Oh, there's there's a surprise. I know, like, <laughs> like it's not an ad for the ordinary, but honestly, okay. my goodness, I got sent. Oh no, I went to the. Oh, remember we went to that Priceline event earlier in yes, the year, I and I got some Priceline. of the ordinary sulfate four um, percent cleanser for body and hair. So it was their shampoo, right. and they've got a conditioner as well. Yeah, anyway, and I, body cleanser. Yeah, I never use Ooh. the conditioner because I always feel like my hair needs much more conditioning than just normal conditioner. So I always end up using a mask or something. But I started to use the shampoo, and it's really good, um, especially for someone like me who gets an irritated scalp very easily. It's just, it's really, it feels really, it lathers well because it has that sulfate in it, because they say that sulfate isn't the bad thing. There's been always been a lot of press about how sulfates are bad in shampoos. They're the things that make them lather up, but they can also strip your hair of colour and of treatments or whatever. But, like, actually at 4%, they don't do the bad stuff, apparently. Right. And it, and it dissolves dirt. It's very useful to have um, in products like that because it actually does clean your hair and so it doesn't strip your hair it's um it's just really good you can use it on your body so you could just take one bottle i guess if you're camping or going away somewhere save yourself having to bring shampoo and body wash doesn't smell of anything so if you like your body wash to smell nice then you know that's not going to help but honestly really good i highly recommend it it's really cheap of course because it's the ordinary and everything from the ordinary is like you know 14 dollars or whatever i don't actually know how much it costs but really really worth it okay so i just think that was a good tip because of course I'm, i spend my whole life looking for shampoo that's not going to make my head itch yes um, very good thank yes. you and now lisa this is an ad hashtag is an ad because this is this bit of the podcast is sponsored by asano oh good mm-hmm. get us i know they're yes. a, they're a beauty brand they are a lovely beauty brand. Yeah. Um, so, Claire, how are you going with the Azano Visible Repair Range trial that we're doing? Oh, I love it. You know what? I don't know what mm. they put in that facial elixir, but it's my new favourite thing. Oh, yes. You and me both. But um, you do actually know what they put in it because they've told us. <laughs> it's an oil-based <laughs> formulation that is packed full of ingredients to reduce the visible signs of ageing. Oh, yeah. I did know that. Yeah, you did. Um, and did you know that it also contains an advanced botanical ingredient called 
I don't actually know how to say it. I think it's Lapagil, which is proven to promote a slower ageing process and give a radiant, firmer and younger appearance. Mm. And it's sourced from the Lapacho, mm. what do you reckon, Lapacho yeah, tree? Yeah. The National Tree of Paraguay, known as the Tree of Life by the Incas. Oh, God, that's like the miracle tree, isn't it? I wonder if I can get miracle. one Bunnings. Oh, yes, I hope so. I might so. get a small one from a balcony. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> now, look, look, the whole Asano Visible Repair range, it features clinically proven formulas that are naturally and specifically designed for mature skin, empowering women to age fearlessly, oh, Claire. Gosh. Goodness knows we could all do with more of that. Thank you, Asano, for being our first ever sponsor of the podcast and for helping our mature lady skin. Thank you. All right, let's do another segment now. Yes. I think we should do What, what Hurts Now. Now. Coming out of a glamorous ad into yes. a not-so-glamorous conversation about poo. Yes. Exciting news, Claire. <laughs> we both did our... We, as you may recall, listeners, yes. we, did, yes. we both pooed into a box last week. <laughs> yes. Not together. Not together. <laughs> not in the same box. <laughs> <laughs> But we did our bowel cancer tests and we both yeah. got our results and we're both... Negative. 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 Yeah. Mine came back in like a day and a half. It was yeah. amazing. I got the letter and yeah. I was like, what's this letter? I thought it was yeah. a fine. Immediately, whenever right. I get an official letter, I think it's a fine. Yeah. <laughs> but below, but lo and behold, I was fine. See what I did there? Yes, I see. Very good. So you don't have to um, do another yeah, so two years. relief all round. Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, so that's good. So that was just—that's almost a follow-up. It is almost a follow-up as well because it could have been. Um, now. Do you want a sciatica follow-up? Because um, oh yes, please. Yes, please. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm actually doing quite well, Claire. Well, that's very good. relieved. What have you done? Yes, I've—they've. I, well, I, I'm seeing the physio once mm-hmm, a week, and mm-hmm. we've upped my upped my um, my exercise plan. And I'm doing it religiously twice a day. And actually, I was away over the weekend and I didn't do it religiously. And it, you know about it when you don't. Um, but we've added some yoga moves into it, which I've never been able to do yoga. But I'm doing camels and cats, Claire. Oh, yeah. Um, Cat cow. That's good for your back. It's good for my back. So I'm feeling positive, very positive about it, which is good because I was feeling very unpositive about it all because it is horrible. So it's it's going in the right direction. So... Yay. Is there some kind of cushion you can have or something like for a plane ride or some such thing? That yes, actually... there are lots of things like that that mm. are sort of meant to be good for you. Um, I think I'm okay at the moment because, I, yes, I think I'll be okay on the plane. The plane, the plane! Hope <laughs> 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 for the best. Oh, yes, dear. but no, it's Aww. definitely going well. Oh, I am pleased. I'm very pleased to I hear am. that. Um, I did see a really weird news story the other day that Mike Tyson gets sciatica. Right. Um, and he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so oh, wanna... really? Yes. Well, I think, as I've said, I'm on all these Facebook groups and people are, their lives are absolutely destroyed by it. So mm. I am just counting my blessings every day and doing my exercises because I do not want to get, you know, I, my, I feel for them so dreadfully. Mm. Um, so I'm just, yes, doing yeah. everything I can. Well, yeah, well, you know. I do find, I don't know if I said this to you, I think if I have a boozy day, it doesn't help. I think it's to do with the sugar and the inflammation. Oh, yeah. And dehydration and inflammation, yeah. Mm. 
Hasn't stopped me yet, though, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Um, all right, now it's time for a segment we haven't done for a while. This is the dawning of the age, age of the air of fryer. The air fryer. Age, age of, of the, the air, fryer. air fryer. I made apple pies in the air fryer. Yeah, talk. How did you do that? I made so I made. You can do it with like pie mix in a can, but I just stewed some apple in the microwave, in my special microwave bowl, and mm. put some raspberries in it, and Ooh. then I um, got some puff pastry out of the freezer, and I put mm. the put the apples and raspberries in the center of the piece of puff pastry and folded them over, and then popped them in the air fryer for twenty minutes. Bob's and? your uncle. Perfect apple pies. Oh, you could probably do savouries, couldn't you? Quite oh, you easily. could do anything, I think. It just mm. opened up a whole new world of whole was... new world. <laughs> I was overly... Nutella. Yeah. Well, I wanted to do because there's there's all these recipes online for like caramel in puff pastry and stuff where you oh, put yeah. a whole block of chocolate oh, in. No. And all that sort of no, stuff. no, 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 no. But I could never get that parsley. He would never let me have that. For... He would just think no. that was an appalling waste of you know time and energy. Yeah. And I thought an apple pie would be quite a nice thing to have as a dessert. And it was really easy and so good. Not sophisticated. Uh, you know, I didn't sort of nice, no. do nice it doesn't pastry. sound sophisticated. But it was really good. And you can. there's so many great desserts you can do. I have never really kind of gone into the dessert field for the no. air fryer. But I also feel like I was letting the side down because I hadn't used my air fryer for a while. So I wanted yes. to find some way of incorporating mm. it into my meal. So I did. Good for you. And then one of our PDAs posted um, a man making corn ribs in the air yes. fryer, which is essentially that just long was thin. posted by Susan Trodden. Yes. Susan. Hello, Susan. Hello, Susan. Um, she posted this photo because he, um, so basically he chops it up into sort of like rib-sized pieces of corn and then eats it and says, it's corn, which it is. And I thought, that's lovely, but could you be up? Absolutely asked to make corn ribs. I don't think so. You may as well just have a corn on the cob. I actually love corn. So in I do all too. its all its forms. So I probably would be asked to do that if oh. corn was cheap and in season. You know, there's yeah. that time of year when suddenly it's like a pound for four bits of corn. Yeah. Or a dollar. Yeah, it'll be the time you'd be making your corn ribs. Yeah. I think I would be asked. Oh, yes. There you go. There you go. So oh. there's some ideas. Alright, right. it's time for Time for Dressed for Success. For success. Um, I ne- we nearly had a falling out then, didn't we, about this? We did. Because yeah. I was going on and on about Camilla and how yes. I'd never wear Camilla, but I really love the Robbie and Camilla collaboration that they've just put out, Robbie Williams and Camilla's little range of clothes. Yes. And I was saying, oh, I'd- it's amazing, but I'd never wear Camilla. And then you said... <laughs> I wore Camilla at a party on Saturday. (laughs) I have never worn Camilla before. I think people are quite snooty about Camilla these days, and I think it's because she was just so overexposed and then everyone did a rip-off Camilla. Yeah. I think Camilla's making a comeback, mainly because I wore her at the weekend. (laughs) I went to an engagement party and it was up in Brisbane and I said to my sister-in-law, I don't have anything to wear, and she said, I'll wear one of my Camillas. I said, all right, these are good sister-in-laws to have when mm. they have a choice of, and she hung all the Camillas up in my Here's room. Here's one of my is, many Camillas you can choose from. Yes. 
Is she hung them all up? Isn't that an amazing thing to do? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because I've never even tried one on or anything before. And I tried all them on and they're all different shapes. They're all different, you know, they're not, they're different shapes and you can tie them different ways. Um, and I wore a Camilla on and it was absolutely beautiful. I think the problem with them a little bit is that it, they probably do look better on super skinny models. Um, but they are so beautiful. The fabric's beautiful. The jewels are beautiful. And I think having worn one now, I get it. Um, and also I was at a 50th a while ago and one of the girls was wearing like a Camilla, almost Camilla pajamas mm. with a matching Camilla shoulder bag, like mm-hmm. cross body, cross body bag. She looked sensational. It was yeah. amazing. The, you should have a look at the Robbie Williams stuff. It's actually amazing. Like she's done yeah. and like a lot of the stuff is really, it's a bit, it will become a bit dated probably because it's very Robbie like this, you know, it's very rock, but it's beautiful. And the men, the men's stuff in that range is amazing. Like Lee, even Lee liked it. Even my husband liked it. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm all over Camilla, to be honest, having, mm. having had that Camilla moment. You did, you did, you had a moment with her, didn't you? I did have a moment, and I'm like, no, I get it. You should buy one for and when you're away, and then for when you go home, and then you can, you know, wear it when you're out in European summer or whatever. I should. Wouldn't that be fabulous? Mm, there's lots of um, things on sale oh, all the time too. Yes, I'm just looking at this Robbie Williams collection, and it is amazing. I know it's really good. It's very expensive. Yeah. I mean, they are expensive, but you know, sometimes you're worth you know, it. They aren't are you? expensive, but then I think you get your paper wear out of them. I reckon. Mm. 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 Anyway, um, I felt very glamorous in mine. You looked good. I styled you looked lovely. It. No, you Thank did. You, you look really good. I styled it. I styled it quite sort of seventies glam. I had my big seventies sunglasses on, a slicked back hair. Yeah, for me, I felt very good in mine. Well, no. not mine, Paula's. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy had to frisk my bag before we left. To make sure you hadn't stolen it. Yeah. Well, you need to get yourself one. Yeah. All right, one final thing for today. Yeah. A bit of culture yeah. club. Culture club. I've read a new book by a friend of mine who is a very good author. She is. I haven't read it. Is it? Come on, talk us through it. Is Holly it good? Wainwright's new book, The Couple Upstairs. Yes. It is... A departure from her other yes. books. There's a bit more to it, perhaps, than you would think. She wrote The Mummy Bloggers and she also wrote... She wrote I Give My Marriage a Year. Oh, which was a bit that more in-depth. Yeah. I Give My Marriage a Year was a bit more in-depth and a bit more had a bit more sort of depth to it. And this one, again, is a bit more... I don't want to give too much away. It's about no. a woman who's separated from her husband. She lives downstairs in this units and upstairs is this guy who reminds her very much of an ex-boyfriend of hers and it's sort of like being haunted by a ghost from your past who's alive and well and living upstairs from you and it's sort of about what happens and what how she feels about that and then you sort of delve into what happened with the man that he reminds her of and also what happens with this man in present day and it's sort of a it's quite, it's it's interwoven stories of women and sort of some of the things that they have to go through as women. And it's very, very good. I highly recommend it. Okay, well, I, I've enjoyed all her books and I get overexcited because I've never actually met her, but she's friends with you. So oh, I have met her maybe once, but because you're friends with her, I think she's my friend, you see. Well, yeah, so, I'm um, sure she'd, you'd, you'd, get on, hmm. you'd get on famously. And oh, then I, I also wrote, wrote another book. I also wrote another book. I also oh, well read done. another book um, called Cult Classic by Sloane Crossley. 
Um, oh, so which... this is a new book? Yes. Oh, I got confused. I thought you were introducing a new section called oh, Cult Classic no. where we read no. books. No. no, this is a new it's a good book. idea, though. It's a really we, good we idea. We could do it for an, another okay. week, yeah. Um, and this is a, another kind of book about ex-boyfriends and things as well, so it was on a bit of a theme about people from your past. But this one's quite sort of turns almost sci-fi. So she starts bumping into lots of ex-boyfriends in the street and she realises, she suddenly realises that she's seen quite a lot of them and it turns out that it's sort of a part of an experiment of a cult that they're um, bringing back all of her ex-boyfriends and seeing what happens and working out what it means in her world and stuff like that. It's very interesting. I really enjoyed that too. Two really good books about exes and history, love history and, you know, what it mm, means. Good. They sound very good. Mm. Have you read anything, watched anything? Look, I'm reading a book and I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> it's called something, um, is it called the book Editors? No... What's it called? Claire, what is it called? I can't remember, but I am reading a book. Mm. It's called... Yeah, let, I'll talk about it next okay. week when I've finished it. And all you've okay. been watching is royal, royal Funerals and... I haven't... I literally haven't watched anything apart from... Oh, um, Bad Sisters. Mm. I'm up to date with that, mm-hmm. which I'm still very much enjoying. And, yeah, I'm just still watching the same stuff we've talked about already because I've just been watching Royals on a loop, really. It's funny, isn't it? You really just put your life on hold when something like that happens. Mm. It's just like all of your sort of normal... Back to normal... Normal life. ...transmissions. Yes. Um, that will happen next week probably so that's fun yeah all right okay. well, thank you all for Something playing to look forward to. thanks for coming and thank you we shall see you next week for more fun and frolics and maybe a little more update about what time people eat dinner who knows oh who knows gosh <laughs> can't wait all right oh, why don't you tell us nobody's told us what time they eat dinner well i wonder why mm, okay <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye bye-bye